0: It's Monday morning, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I'm joined uh, by telephone uh, w- by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning. Whatever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we are not. We are dropping the pretense, everybody. Just be forewarned. That's it. We've had it.
1: We're in the middle of a pandemic, and food. For for our seven regular listeners who've listened, you know, for a few years now, you know a couple times I've tried to quit coffee, but now the doctor says I have to. What? Uh, Yeah, so this is going to be like a show that's like got a low-grade headache and mildly thinly veiled anger. (laughs)
0: I wonder what uh, is Dale like hiding in the workshop? <laughs> oh, he, oh, oh.
1: he just, I mean, he just looks like like a scared rabbit. <laughs> he just goes into the house from the shop.
0: Oh, oh my! I, that would be so hard for me. I mean, oh. I'm drinking a cup of coffee while we're talking. I can't even imagine.
1: Oh Oh, that was mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everything.
0: I'm sorry. I'm I know.
1: sorry. I knew uh. we were gonna do this show and I'm like, I have to get my apron on. I'm like, no, I shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> Why? Complete, I I completely, no, completely no, not why. That would be like if I had to reduce coffee. This is like no coffee. It's just like no. <laughs> I have like a completely different personality or maybe this is my real personality. Ooh.
0: we're going behind the curtain now (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah. okay so so here so I'll give you an example right so um uh, yeah I haven't been making fancy meals no (laughs) (laughs) so um the other night I made tuna melts oh yeah I, I don't I don't think I mean I like them I don't think they're bad but they sure are easy right yeah so um I mixed up uh uh, just a big batch of tuna salad. You could do that any way you want. And the o- the only thing I really do different if I'm making it for a tuna melt is I add some shredded cheese into the salad mix ah. as well as putting it on top of the tuna melt because I just think it makes it better, right? So I got my tuna salad mixed up in a, just one of those, you know, metal prep bowls and And um, I mixed the cheese in and somehow mixing the cheese in because, you know, the thinly veiled anger. I just, wham, dump the bowl upside down on the floor. uh, I know, onto the kitchen floor, onto the kitchen throw rug. Now, 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 when you quit coffee, yeah, you don't clean. (laughs) (laughs) This explains a
0: recent text I got from you. (laughs) (laughs) mourning the loss of our uh our collective ladies who come once a month and clean for
1: us oh i know i know so anyway so the the tuna fish is upside down and um the dogs just like dove for it, right so i I dove for the dogs and i beat them away from it (laughs) and i scooped it back in the bowl and there's lots of screaming right and you know bowl clanking and stuff so so Dale comes in faster than he would normally if if I was not drinking coffee, and um and he just looks at me and I'm scooping it back in the bowl and I just like fire a glare back at him. I'm like and I'm, I asked him, you know, if, if it was okay, um if this was for dinner, but probably angrier than that. And he, he his lips said, well that would be okay, and he said it just like that. That would be okay, but his eyes said, please don't murder me in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I put it on the toast and I put cheese on top and I put it under the broiler and I don't burn it. And so we're eating it. And I crunch into what turns out to be a, 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 an actual pebble. <laughs> <laughs> so I drop it on my plate <laughs> and Dale says, hey, it looks like yours turned out to be a floor sample. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, so that's how cooking's been over at my house. How's wow. it been at yours? Not nearly as exciting.
0: <laughs> I gotta <God>. say. <laughs> oh. How long without coffee? Before we proceed, I need to know what degree of <laughs> Oh, it's acuten- been too weeks. Oh it's god. Been two weeks. Okay. And
1: and you'd think that, you know, that I'd be over it by now.
0: Oh, there's so much about uh, there's so much about coffee and certain other things, uh, each of them being particular to whoever we all are. Um, that are much. You mean like you mean like meth? Yeah, yeah, right. Like meth. Uh, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> that is not an acceptable ingredient in any recipe. FYI. No. No. Uh, that, that are much more than the whatever addictive quality they may contain. I mean, you know, yeah. for me, coffee is a, a, a ritualistic thing, you know? Yeah. I, I yeah. don't even know what I would replace it with. Although I got to say, uh, it additionally, before we start talking about cooking, <laughs> 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 no, almost our whole show could be that. Um <laughs> I recently discovered uh, every every evening, late night before I go to bed, I have mm-hmm. a cup of licorice herb tea. I love it. it oh, really? It, I've it, never had it. It's delicious. I mean, you know, I, I love it. And I'm not an, a tea fan and I'm not an herb tea fan, but I like this one kind of tea and I have it as a nighttime drink and okay. I recently and and uh, Tom wanted to know what was in it because he said it smelled like cinnamon and I went it's not cinnamon tea and then I read him the ingredients and of course the second ingredients is cinnamon <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, anyway I'm reading the ingredients and I get to the bottom of the little uh, packet that the tea bag comes in after the list mm-hmm. of ingredients it says something like um I actually have one in my hand. It says, uh, warning, not recommended for use. If you are pregnant or nursing, have high blood pressure or for daily use beyond four to six weeks. I've been doing this forever. And it turns out.
1: I've never seen a tea bag that has something like that on it. Well,
0: an herb tea. it's and and apparently licorice, which licorice mm-hmm. root is the main ingredient, has a chemical compound in it that can react uh, badly to it can reduce the efficiency of blood pressure medications and blah 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 blah. Like the list of really? things it, it should, it the, the list of mean things it does to you is almost as long as the list of nice things it does to you. Oh my God. I know. So now I I'm, no I'm, idea. I think that uh, you're, you've had coffee taken away from you, and now I've had licorice <laughs> tea taken away from me. It's a stinking bad year already. Oh we're God. still in pandemic. <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, mm. yes, we're both sorry. <laughs> so uh, what have you been cooking besides tuna melts? Well, I
1: mean, really, I mean, um, now that I think about what I've been cooking, I mean, this is kind of embarrassing because I had the floor tuna, and then um, I had a bunch of milk. I took a a week off from baking at the um, at the food web, and um, when I bake, I have I use a lot of buttermilk, Uh and um, and I have milk that I then make more buttermilk with, and so I had some milk that was kind of at the edge of acceptability because I didn't do any baking um, last week, and so. Whenever I have that, then I make a bunch of quiche and I make a bunch of custard, you know, just egg custard with cinnamon and nutmeg. I think that's really good.
0: Yeah, it is. And, um,
1: it's just a easy way to use up, you know, borderline milk because both those things, you know, you cook it and cook it. There's no way that anything is going to live through that. So. When I make quiche with milk, the best quiche in the world, of course, is made with heavy cream. Oh, that's so great for big slices of heavy cream. Wait, there's cheese in there, too. (laughs) Uh, And some butter, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, in the crust, yay. So, um, uh, if I'm making it just with milk, I always put an extra egg in there just so it's not too sloppy, you know. Yeah. And um, that works. And then just, um, I remember you were talking about using up um, stuff in your vegetable drawer and it's a, a quiche is a really easy way just to use up stuff in your vegetable drawer it's you know when dale says what kind is this you're like well red cabbage scallion crimini mushrooms, eggplant <laughs> i mean you know it's and, and i i really i've never the, uh, I, I really never found anything that didn't work maybe the only thing was too many green bell peppers but even too many red bell peppers you know it's still fine
0: yeah it's delicious um, so
1: I mean, you can just really put anything in a quiche. Just whatever you got, just put it in there.
0: Yeah, and yeah. delicious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yep. It's, so there was the floor tuna, and then there was the barely acceptable <coughs> milk
0: <the> quiche. <laughs> so. Uh, Excuse
1: me. I'm choking on my words.
0: Oh. Okay, oh. now you talk. <laughs> okay, I'm going to talk. Um, so I have been. I have a couple of uh, imagine how astounding this is I have some uh, cookbooks on my shelf that I very rarely use (laughs) no way (laughs) yeah right so I uh, decided to use them because I am in pursuit of more vegetable entree recipes and um, those are the those are the cookbooks that I don't use as much and off. Also, uh, we talked previously on another show about how uh, hard it is to stay enthusiastic, and I tend to fall back on, uh, you know, the usual. uh, Making, yeah, your regular, yeah. Yeah, because I I don't want to think. But I have been trying new things, and and a couple of cookbooks that I have on my shelf that I have really learned to love, um, uh, one of them is called... uh, uh, the Heart of the Plate, and it is by uh, Molly Katzen, who did the Moosewood Moosewood Cookbooks. Oh, and okay. So it is full of great vegetarian stuff, and one of the things that uh, I really love out of it is this recipe for Brussels sprouts with cranberries. Brussels sprouts are so, oh. I mean, we can get them all winter. Um, yeah, and I've I, got a bunch I, now. Yeah, me too. I've got some in the hydrator. Uh, And and I tend to default to a couple of ways to prepare, uh, you know, a couple of the things that I usually do with Brussels sprouts. Uh, But Mm -hmm. but she does um, Brussels sprouts with fresh or frozen cranberries, and uh, she makes uh, she cuts the Brussels sprouts in half, and blanches them, and Mm -hmm. then makes a sauce in a sauté pan that is. shallots and olive oil and a little balsamic or cider vinegar, your preference. Uh, A little bit of sugar, a little bit of maple syrup and some salt and pepper um, and the cranberries and makes a sauce in the the pan and then puts the blanched uh, Brussels sprouts in there and and sautés them in this wonderful sweet sour sauce it they're so good that way. it sounds really good yeah and we have still access to fresh and frozen local cranberries around here so it's kind of the best of all worlds it's really good anyway i've been really liking that cookbook and i've been really liking sam sifton's cookbook see you on sunday i don't know if you have it but he's no i don't Uh -uh. he's the new york times food editor yeah and um and it's full of extremely cool stuff so like can you think of anything um I really liked the seafood cakes and I was looking oh, really? for the cake I was looking for shrimp cakes because I uh, <laughs> this is a, to- a total pandemic default I I had a bag of uh frozen prawns and okay. I I it, you know if you're smart and you're only cooking for one person, uh, you would like take part of that bag and thaw them out and make a meal. But no, I was really, I was really kind of... Anyway, I I thawed like a two pound bag of uh, um, prawns and then I cleaned them all and then there they were. So I made a big batch of scampi. And then of course I had... Uh, a lot of uh, prawns left over, a lot of garlic prawns left over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I decided that I would grind them up and make uh, shrimp cakes because it seemed like even though you would normally make shrimp cakes with raw and, and then fry them, why couldn't mm-hmm. I use these? And um, And so I was looking for Uh, seafood cakes and that's what reminded me of I was going through all my cookbooks and um, it reminded me of this really great cookbook Uh, but uh, it turns out that you can absolutely use uh, cooked garlic prawns and shrimp cakes and they're just delicious (laughs) so right on yeah what luck Um, and 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 I think that's part
1: of the pandemic is just winging it sometimes because you know you can't get whatever it is that you're supposed
0: to have. Yeah. Or you are or you're just impatient. You just want to like get yeah. it done. I don't want to think. Yeah. And and sometimes I just rebelliously don't want to be logical about it. I don't want to be <laughs> I just want to yeah. be bad. <laughs> Apparently. No. Apparently. No. Just like me. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> I just refuse. Anyway, the um I I did want to say that the um Shrimp cakes had, uh, the Asian shrimp cakes are really good with a little habanero and some, um, uh, it, it, have, I, I found this recipe in, I think the one potato, two potato cookbook, I think, which okay. is, you know, oddly all about potatoes, but, uh, it had, uh, I was looking for a way to use sweet potatoes and, okay. um, they, ha- they put, uh, sweet potatoes in with habanero and lime and scallions and fish sauce in with, uh, shrimp and, or, and, or crab and make, uh, seafood cakes and they're good, really good.
1: And that's in the one potato, two potato book?
0: Yep. Okay. Are you familiar with that one? Um, I have
1: seen it, um, but I don't think I have it. I can't believe there's a single cookbook that you do not have. I know, I know. Hey, what was the Sam um, Sifkin one called? It's called See You you on Sunday. Okay. And
0: I can't remember who wrote One Potato, Two Potato. It's a man and a woman I can't remember, and I don't have it sitting in front of me. So you just have to. Those
1: guys, written by those guys. Yeah,
0: just (laughs) Google it, Google it. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: um, there's a thing that if I'm making uh, sweet potatoes for the holidays, I don't like them with marshmallows. I just don't. No, me um, And it's just with the brown sugar; it's just too sweet. But there's a, a sauce that um, I think it's Giada De Laurentiis makes. Just I just found it on the Food Network site, but um, she uses it for gnocchi. But I use it for sweet potatoes, and it's brown butter and cinnamon and fresh sage leaves and maple syrup, and it's good.
0: Wow, that sounds great.
1: Salt and pepper, yeah,
0: and oh. um. I'll have to look for not
1: low, not low-calorie. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs>
0: I need to take a quick minute and remind everybody that uh, Food Talk is a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web. Um, so thank you to both of those uh, fine institutions for allowing us to <laughs> complain about our lives twice a month <laughs> on the radio. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that sweet potato thing, that sauce, it has brown butter, and I just wanna—I um, know you know how, but I just wanna make sure that the seven of you out there listening know how to brown butter because it's a good thing to know how to do. It's so, so all delicious. you do is yeah, it works better if you have not a dark pan. The reason is, then you can see when the butter is getting brown. But what you do is, you just take a little saucepan and you put some butter in it, and you put it over medium heat, maybe just a little higher, but medium works just fine. And the butter will melt, and then it starts starts to kind of like sizzle, like kind of boil sizzle. It makes noise though. Yeah. And then it'll start to foam and it's not making noise. And that's when it's starting to get brown underneath. So what I do is I'll take a um and it is hot. I mean it's a lot hotter than you think that hot butter should be, so be careful. And so um I'll put on my you know oven gloves and then I um I use a silicone spatula that's real heat proof. And then I'll just Stir it up, but it'll also bubble up in the foam and you can see how brown it's getting. And you just, you have to be brave. You have to be a brave little cook and you have to let it get brown, but not black. And um, so you just let it get brown and I'll stir it around so that it's not just one little tiny spot in the middle of the pan underneath that's getting brown, you know, so I can get the maximum amount of little brown pieces. And then once it's brown and you're confident that if you go farther, it's going to burn, then you just dump it on whatever you've made. But but get it out of the pan and get it onto something because if it stays in the pan, it's going to keep cooking.
0: Yeah. And yeah. it is so good. It, it is a whole nother um, butter experience. I mean, you can put yeah. it on almost anything and change the nature of, of what people would expect that buttered thing to be. It's also yeah. really and good even, in baking. Do you use it in baking? Well, um, okay, so I use it in Rice Krispie bars. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would make them so much better. <laughs> oh,
1: but um, but even just like for kids, if you make um, just noodles with brown butter, I mean, that's it, brown butter and noodles. It just it makes it something special that Auntie Linda makes, you know. Yeah. And um, um, it's just something that's ever so slightly different. But I remember, I mean, when, when we first got married and I made um, macaroni with brown butter for Dale. He's like, what is this elixir? You know? <laughs> I'm like, oh. and I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be really easy. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: speaking of cookbooks, I've been, of course, you know, reading cookbooks and buying cookbooks and reading them and and not making anything but um (laughs) i have noticed in a couple baking books that i've gotten recently that they are mentioning something called tonka bean, t-o-n-k-a oh that's a new one on me i've never heard of it i wonder if it's like that bean paste i wonder if that's what it's made of that you get like in japanese buns that you think are going to have chocolate in them and then it's beans
0: but that's a red (laughs) well it's called red bean paste or red bean jam if it's in uh um, yeah mochi but I, I don't know if it's just a, a red bean that is has I don't, another I don't name um, yeah i don't and know I'm what not, it is but that that sounds like an heirloom bean doesn't it
1: uh, yeah i don't know because it was in two books and they were both i think french so it oh. could just be something that's either got a different name or it's not here you know yeah like like when you read books from Australia and you're like, what are these 14 ingredients? I only recognize sugar, you know.
0: <laughs> they have different yeah. things in the Outback. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do here. Oh. Yeah. And um, I, I got a catalog in the mail, you know, baking catalog. And I noticed that vanilla was just so much money. And um, that made me worry that it was going to go up in price again. I don't know, but gosh, I was just shocked at the price. I mean, you know, a gallon is nearly a four digit number. I mean, really. And so, um, uh, um, I was looking for some cayenne pepper and I was looking for some cayenne pepper because the dogs have started eating dirt. Yay. Uh, So So I needed a a lot of cayenne pepper. And I remember I used to have one of those big, like quart bottles of cayenne pepper, you know, those square plastic things. And, um, I couldn't find it though. So, I was looking and looking, and I just ended up ripping a whole cupboard apart. Do you know what I found in there? What? (laughs) Five pints of vanilla that I'd made. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you want it to be in a dark place, and I keep it. I have um, a box that I bought bottles in. It has 12 little, you know, it's cardboard, and it has 12 pint jar compartments. And I keep my vanilla in there and then I close it up and it's dark but I must have had more and so I, I put those on the top shelf way in the back where I can't possibly see you know and I had to have <laughs> one of those little grippy reacher things to get everything off the top shelf looking for the cayenne so that was really exciting I mean that's like you know more than half a gallon so that you was-
0: could list that on the internet and then you know like uh take a exotic vacation on your process <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except for code, I know. Yeah. But yeah, that was really exciting. You rarely do find something like that. I mean,
0: yeah, I know. You more often would find something you really didn't want to ever find. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
1: I did find some of that too.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. It's just spiders. <laughs> oh, I recently uh, not because I'm having a fit of organization, but mostly because I'm getting shorter by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have an open pantry, as you know, and it has two mm-hmm. b- gigantically long open shelves um, on the wall that I, that's for pantry goods. Uh, mm-hmm. But it really got to the point where I, it, Getting something off the top shelf either required a step stool or a huge string of expletives. It was really making me uh, not happy. So I decided that the cure for that was to get everything off the top shelf. And in the process of doing that, I found some (laughs) sort of, you know, questionable treasures that just get put behind and you don't see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean out of sight out of mind. Yeah, exactly. And also uh uh it it is evidence uh, at least in my kitchen of me buying something without using something and uh and then yeah. just sticking it in front, you know. Yeah. Uh it, yeah. <laughs> when I was growing up
1: my dad had an antique store and my mom had that, you know, bring one in, something has to go out. Ooh. All
0: right. That's Which a I wish re- I
1: would pay attention to. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> and I was uh, really good at it when I was working in or, and or owning restaurants. I was really good at what they call FIFO, first in, first out. Oh, yeah,
1: first in, first out. Yeah, you have to if you have a restaurant. I yeah, mean, it's
0: like- yeah. And it, and it isn't a, it isn't hard. And uh, when you have a restaurant, it's actually required by law. So you do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then the minute you retire, you stop doing it in your own kitchen. <laughs> I don't know why. And do I ever label anything leftover-wise? No, I don't. That's such an, well, a, an annoying task.
1: But I think it's something, you know, everybody does, like, you know, if you find things, why, why would people go looking for something that you don't, that you're not looking for, you know? Yeah, well, Unless yeah. It's just, Oh, my gosh. I don't even know how to talk anymore. I don't have any contact with human beings.
0: <laughs> I know. I came to your house to pick up some uh, uh, brand muffins, which, by the way, you made me so happy. I was going through oh, withdrawal there for about a week. Uh, but, I mean, we, like, waved to each other across oh, the parking lot, and we drove away.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. And that was part Which is of,
1: very uh, sad. it feels so unfriendly, you know
0: I know it's discouraging and and the yeah. other discouraging part was that that was part of Tom's and my big adventure day where we went out driving around uh picking things up where we didn't actually touch anyone. <laughs> that's like an entertainment now
1: yeah, yeah yeah it's true yay i'm in the car
0: <laughs> i feel like many dogs that i've had in the past who are just happy to go for a ride yeah
1: anyway. it's true oh that's such a good analogy
0: <laughs> it really is oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, uh, so I'm trying to think what I've been cooking. I need a, I need a big uh, shot of enthusiasm or uh, inspiration for mushrooms. I have a refrigerator oh. full of mushrooms and they're really great this time of year. You have a huge variety and I got excited and bought a bunch and picked them up yesterday and now I have to do something. Well,
1: can I, can I tell you this, you know, cause I was thinking, um, I've been thinking for a while now, just about that, just kind of like obligation to cook and just the, like that, you know, that joylessness I was talking about before. And um, um, one, one time that I really felt like my old cooking self is when um, it was Christmas dinner, but it doesn't have to be Christmas dinner. But what it was, was I was making a bunch of stuff for a bunch of people and then I just packaged it all, packaged it all up, and they came and picked it up, you know yeah, so there wasn't there wasn't the the um, like normally you think of preparing the meal to have the meal to have the togetherness and everything, and there was none of that, but it was really fun to to make a big batch of stuff for a bunch of people I love. does that make sense yes, and so maybe if you thought about that, I mean if you have way more mushrooms than you can use, maybe if you just think about. You know, making stuff to you know drop on Norma's doorstep. Yes, I do that. 180 I, hours a week. Yeah, yeah,
0: I do so, that periodically. But, make somebody eat something I cooked.
1: <laughs> but, but rather than like, like, like the make some, you know, make somebody eat something I cooked. But the, 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 like just um, making something that will be special and that will be an expression of love. You know. Yes, I
0: that, agree. That maybe, and I maybe
1: if you like put that in your brain, I'm going to do this kind of thing and I'm going to share it and. I'm, you know, gonna, and show now I'm excited about doing, doing that. It.
0: Yeah. 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 I get that, it.
1: that, um, that has helped me.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's an excellent idea. And I will, uh, I will absolutely do that. We're getting uh, close to the top of the hour, and so I'm happy that we're leaving this show on a positive note because I think that they've been rare in our conversations lately. <laughs> and
1: we sure didn't start on a positive note. Oh, well, we all.
0: <laughs> hey, we're, we're in a pandemic. We're guilty with an excuse. Golly. It's crazy. Anyway... Any reason
1: to misbehave? <laughs> <laughs>
0: See you next month, Linda Perkins.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. I like it on wheat, but I'll take a white
0: sometimes on crackers and late at night. I give my sticky fingers every